Welcome to the Rising Consciousness Show, 20 minutes of soulful insights and powerful tools to elevate your life experience and create with higher clarity, intention, and vision. I'm Tara Antler, intuitive healer and soul coach. And I'm King Gabriel, spiritual teacher and practitioner. And we are the co-founders of Ascension Academy of Life. A global center for spiritual growth, intuitive healing, and soul alignment. Get ready to blast off. Hello and welcome to Rising Consciousness Podcast. I'm King Gabriel, your host. And this evening we're going to talk about what's really important in life, priorities and focus as a means of direction. Okay, so when we're talking about what's important, it's easy to generalize and say that, hey, everyone should think these things are important or to everyone these things should be important, like family or money or just general respect, ethics, morality, all of these lovely topics that we love to discuss as human beings. However, when we really look at what's important, it's far less general than we think. Because what might be important to one individual, and I use the word individual carefully here, what might be important to one individual may not be as important to another. For instance, some people prioritize money and finances over even family and why is that priority there because in their thinking sometimes this is just sometimes no generalizations again it's sometimes they may see it as if they have enough money then they can make a change in all of the other areas that they're looking at changing for instance they may be able to help their family by helping them out financially when the need arises if they do they might look at it as they can do more in the world or contribute more to the world or make change, social change, political change, all of these changes that are necessary. They may look at that as a means of doing that. Now, some of us would view this as right. Some of us would view it as wrong. Again, this is where the personal phenomenon, phenomenon of priorities really comes through, right? Because one might view it as, yes, that's the way another would say no, okay? Now, if we're viewing things from an ethical or more moralistic standpoint or moral standpoint, that's the word for it, <laughs> or moral standpoint, then we have to look at it and be in a perspective of, well, is it really wise to put something like a physical thing, for instance, money or any sort of material thing before another person? And this is a great question to ask sometimes because when viewing things from a moral standpoint, we're viewing it as if it has something to do with the outcome of the individual or the people that we're thinking of. But when we look at it from the other perspective that we just mentioned, we can also see that we are taking that person into account, just not on the front end, not on the front end where they're going through suffering and we're looking to alleviate their suffering as soon as possible <laughs> right because that is the empath's the empath's desire most of the time you know if you see someone suffering you want to help them immediately compassion calls to that however from that other standpoint that we're speaking about is it better to end their short-term suffering right the short-term suffering or to look at it up from the perspective of do I want to end this short-term suffering and rob them of the lessons that they could learn which would allow them to solve their problem altogether? 
or do I want to look at it from the long-term perspective where they get to go through life and learn something which contributes to their well-being in general in the long term, right? So then again, it also comes into the idea of time and how quickly we want a person to learn a lesson, etc. Now, I'm not saying that we go ar around judging who has to learn lessons, etc. That's not our position, nor is it our job to judge what um, individuals are doing. And again, I use the word individual loosely. Um, what we can do is look at what's important to us, not looking at the motives of others per se, right? Because others may have different motives, different understandings, different perspectives, different upbringings, different value systems, different worldviews, and I could keep on going, different perceptions, you know, so many different things, different attitudes about life in general, right? And therefore different behaviors. So when we look at all of those factors and we see that we're dealing with people that are made up of so many layers, it is impossible for us to watch that situation and make a steady judgment as to what's best, right? So this is where judgment is useful to be released, right? Because if we were looking at it from that perspective and trying to figure out whether it was good or bad, by our opinion, what we'd actually find is that we would not be able to make maybe the best decision for that person based on our information about that person. And let's bring this back to the individual idea that I was speaking about that I loosely mentioned twice. I loosely mentioned it because when I'm thinking of individual, I want to speak of individual on the soul level now, right? Because when we're speaking about priorities and we're speaking about what's important in life, we have to look at who's living that life. Who is living that life? Is the person or the individual that's living the life, the human being that's caught up in the human stories and the human idea and caught up in all the thoughts that humanhood brings as in the idea of finality and death and all of these other things that accompany being human? Or is the individual that's living the life the soul, or as some would refer to it, the spirit, the thing that goes on, the thing that is eternal, the thing that has a purpose for living this life, whether it be to advance in terms of uh, energy states or greater levels of surface, service or knowing oneself better, right? Development of those qualities that are important to move on in experience with, right? These are things that we do have to factor in and therefore... Uh, what I'm really saying is from the soul perspective, the thing that looks like something that we are to remove may very well be the very means for that soul to develop a specific quality that it wants to develop. So from a soul perspective, by taking away that challenge from that person immediately or too quickly, we could actually be not allowing them to develop the qualities that they need. For instance, if you are, and I'll bring this down to the physical for just a second, if you are going to, let's say, the gym to work out, you and you want to get pretty strong, all right? Your, your, your job is you're going to the gym and you're going to get strong. You decide that. So then you're going to the gym, but then someone comes by and sees you struggling under 225 pounds bench pressing or something. So they decide, you know what? I'm going to lighten that weight a bit to help him out. <laughs> and they strip your weight down to like 10 pounds or something, right? So now it's easy and you're just breezing through, right? Are you developing the strength that you came to develop? The answer is clear, right? 
exactly that applies to the human condition and the human situation. The life experience gives us challenges in the right amount for us to develop exactly what we need to develop. So if we are to pull that too early in the experience, we may be robbing someone of the opportunity to develop the very strength that they came to develop. So they came to the gym and they're going to lift tens and it's going to take them <laughs> infinitely long to develop that same thing, right? They have to do like 5,000 reps just to get what they would have gotten by, let's say, pumping that 225, uh, 25 times, uh, or, you know, three times over or whatever. So when we look at that, we got to really examine the situation a bit more if we're going to interfere, number one, right? And number two, we have to be aware as best as we can of that person's motive for being there so this is where communication comes in right so what's really important in life if i have to look at it from this perspective of what i'm speaking about it would have to be the communication right the communication it cannot be the things right the things are secondary the things are goals that we come to acquire some of the times or goals that we take on while we're here right but in the communication is the total or a closer understanding and intimacy with the individual that you're dealing with to find out what are you really up to? What are you up to on a human level? What are you up to on a soul level? What are you up to in spirit? It's the same. But what are you up to? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? In listening to that, we can be of greater service to the individual at that time instead of lifting that weight off of them and not letting them develop exactly what they need to develop. And society tends to teach us that we are to alleviate the suffering of everyone around us if we can. That, I would say that is true, but sometimes the way to alleviate suffering may not be the easy and fast way that we think. Sometimes it may be observing the situation a bit more seeing where the person is at, seeing what they're developing, feeling where they're at, feeling their stability emotionally, right, and mentally, to see if they have the wherewithal to stand through it and to go through it, or if maybe just a little direction, which is what I was speaking about just a little earlier, a little direction and a little focus can help them out. Because think of it this way. Again, we'll go back to the gym analogy because it's already analogy. If you're in the gym and a person is there, again pushing that 225 or whatever and they're going at it right instead of taking the weight off and making it easier for them couldn't you encourage them by saying hey just tuck your elbows in a little bit hey you know just focus on it going up put all your effort into that space press your legs to the ground you know make your base strong make your core engaged and push right you could irk them along in that way as well and that would then allow them to do it Right? And build confidence in being able to do it, which would give them strength, which would also give them the ability to know inside that they can do it. And that's a different approach. It's still helping. It's still relieving suffering. But you didn't take any of the challenge away from them. You made them stronger in terms of learning a clear path, learning a focus, learning how to actually direct the energy in the direction that they need to right so this is another way of looking at that and it's a different perspective this is what we can do for others we can help them 
to see the things that would actually make them even stronger or clearer on their focus so that they end up having the success that they'd like to have. Now, this is something that we really do in our programs, for instance, Strive 365. You know, we really touch on the area of perception and being able to use perception to move us forward, right? Perception is like a buffer for us between us and the direct experience. The way we perceive things is the way that we will act, the attitudes that we have and our behaviors as well are governed by per perception. So we've said that already, but I'd like to restate it. And when we look at it from that perspective, if we can help somebody to fine-tune that energy to focus to lock in to get that sense of direction and have that clear purpose on what they're doing then what happens is what was an extreme challenge before is now viewed as the means of their development an opportunity to grow an opportunity to expand right so this is one way that i can be used another thing that we touch on in our meditation course right is being able to really feel into what it feels like to get into the space of clarity around these things to be able to watch from different perspectives and jump to different perspectives because you're not attached to any one perspective right if you're not attached to a perspective then it's easy for you to see multiple views but if you identify with one the other views are shut from your um, vision, right? You won't see them. You just won't see them. <laughs> so this is something we look at. And we actually do have a meditation um, induction in November, right? So we have a group of people, um, a course that is going to be coming in November uh, of this year. And that will allow us to take a new batch of meditation trainers to be certified uh, by our organization. And we love when that comes around because we get to see those people go out in the world and make a beautiful difference and enjoy what they love doing. You know, many people love to do it, but they may be somewhat um, hesitant to do it based on not feeling uh, adequate or feeling like they don't have enough information or knowledge to, to do it. And that's what we teach, right? I've been meditating since I was three years old and that was by default. What happened was when I was growing up, the house that I lived in, didn't have electricity at the beginning that was with my mom at the beginning and in that time she would put a kerosene lamp out on the table and with that kerosene lamp i would just look into it and in those moments that i'd be looking and taking in that flame i'd be falling into deeper states states of inner reflection and in those states of inner reflection a lot of um stillness silence space came in and with that space coming in i had the opportunity to be able to observe life a bit more to view life more from an observer's standpoint than a participant so <laughs> i was kind of the watcher and the one who would be communicating with people but not necessarily always verbal it would be a lot of observation and just communication on different subtle levels i would watch people's behavior and observe people's behavior and a lot of that contributed to me being more introspective and experimental with life, which has led me to where I am now. And that is definitely worthwhile. I never let go of it because it seemed to be a very useful way of looking at life and it helped me to understand things a bit better. So I shared that and I became a meditation practitioner and have had 
wonderful success with doing that and being able to guide huge numbers of people, including uh, kids at school and organizations through meditations and visualizations that have helped them to develop uh, to further levels in their experience. And so that's a part of what we're up to right now. And I just wanted to let you guys know that that is coming up and it's going to be beautiful uh, if you can join us in that. And back to the main topic, what's really important in life is what's important to you, right? What's important to you? And the communication part of things allows us to really get clear on what that is. It's a lot of listening and less talking, right? When we listen a bit more, we really get clear on what's taking place around us instead of assuming or guessing with our own bunch of thoughts that we come with, right? So it's beautiful that we've gotten this chance to connect and I hope that you can use this as an opportunity to start to prioritize and focus and get the means of direction that you're looking for so that you can move forward powerfully and continue to do all that you're doing in life, all that you're up to, all that's meaningful to you and will have meaning to the people around you. So grateful to be here today and I hope that you guys had a wonderful time as well in dealing with this um, information that I put forth and that you're able to use it in the best way possible. So thank you and have a wonderful one. This has been King Gabriel for Rising Consciousness and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Also, if you need any information on the meditation or Thrive 365, one of our main courses, just shoot me a message, King Gabriel Quincy Collymore, or you can connect with Tara Antler as well. We're both on Facebook and if you research our names, you'll find us anyway. Right? We're very easy to find and accessible. So looking forward to connecting. Have a beautiful one. Eternal love and infinite peace. Thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of the Rising Consciousness Show. For more high vibrational tips, tools, meditations, conversations, and ascension, join us over in our free Facebook group. All you have to do is go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash Light Ascension Collective. We look forward to seeing you there. You're listening to Rising Consciousness. Yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs>